Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And today, action-packed day. Today we have the three categories John Scott picked so they can figure out what they're up against and what they're going to do to see who's going to be the winner and loser of this weight loss weight loss percentage competition and to see who's going to pay for the other person's golf trip. So without further ado, let's get into it. John Scott, you guys ready for this? Booyah! Thanks, Steve. I can't believe it's already the fourth episode. I can't wait for this episode because we have been away from you guys for a while and we want to get right into it. And this uh, podcast is all about everything and nothing at the same time. And we never want to stop getting it. And that's how we do it here. So let's get right into it. How you doing today, Scott? I'm swell. I just want to throw out there, though, just to give a little background on for today. Uh, today, we were supposed to set up and um, re-record a podcast that we did, but this is all new stuff to us, this whole podcast thing, the, uh, what's that thing called? It's a podcast recorder. A recorder, and so we couldn't figure out, we, we recorded an episode, we couldn't find it, or Steve couldn't find uh. it. Um, thought we were going to have to do it, redo it, but he took out the memory card and put it in the computer and it was there so we're, we're, we're working through this we found it we're back on track and we're ready to go it's sad when i'm the best you got yes well frankly <laughs> uh steve we we know you're a really good host but uh it may behoove us to actually go out and get a real producer so that this doesn't happen again it's more or less the editor it's not so much producer but hey i'm all about it Pull out your wallet. Let's do it. <laughs> Never mind, uh, right, John? Wait a minute. <laughs> you guys know I'm fru- frugal, right? Something. Whatever the pernicious. Yeah, what was the other word? Penorious. Pino- Pinocchio. Yeah. So anyway, so I guess from what I'm understanding, you guys, the three categories we want to do, obviously was on a Ren Bow scale. There's no R. I heard they called out on that. For some reason, I want to say Renfro, but... Oh, I thought it was Renfro. What's, what happened? No. Nope. How did that work? So it's so a Ren, Renfro scale. It has 13 different categories, and you guys decided to pick three of those 13 categories. And so, from my understanding, you guys picked body weight, body weight percentage, BMI, and metabolic age. So why don't you give us uh, an update of what you guys are up to right now? What's your body weight? John, go ahead. Well, again, from last episode, I am uh, 206 pounds, definitely overweight, and according to the scale, um, a little bit obese, although I beg to differ. But I expected that, and and frankly, since we did the last weigh-in, I haven't done anything differently than uh, what I had been doing before that. I think what we want to do now is try and figure out how do we want to do the diets to get to where we need to be? And 
how do we want to do this weight contest so that we can figure out who is going to be the winner. That is the key to what we're going to talk about today. So I agree with you. We had many factors to consider, and ultimately we picked the three best to figure out who was going to win this contest. And I think at this point we all know who that's going to be because I'm going to win. So um, did you want to give us the three numbers that Steve asked you for? I mean... I did start with the weight. I really didn't get into the BMI and stuff like that. No, no, that. no, but you gave but the three categories well, go ahead. and asked for the numbers. Go ahead. Give us the three numbers. Well, I'm 206. He's and... reaching for his phone, guys. He just wasn't prepared. No. Well, I thought we were we were all set on what we wanted to do here. So We, we are. So we figured I have, out the numbers I have, a, I have a BMI of 30.5. How do right. I know your numbers? I'm telling you right now. Sounded and, like and, you already knew. All right. So what... what uh, what else are we doing again? Uh, metabolic age. I can't wait to hear this one. Oh, God. Even though I'm only 48 years old, my metabolic age is 53. Wow. Ouch. But Thanks. he has a lot to lose on that one, so that's good. Yes, yes. That's good. So go I ahead. High. So, go ahead, Scott. What do you got? I tipped the scale at 217.2. Oh. What was it, 2? Mm. 2. Really? Yeah. The BMI was 30.1. Oh, that's pretty good. And oh, it's because it's higher than yours, a little bit. No, it's lower. No, it's lower. Oh, it's lower. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Metabolic age was is forty nine. Mm. Wow, that's older than how I old am. are you? That's older than I am right now. Right now, that's <laughs> not fair. Well, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow I'll be forty five. Forty five. Forty five. So it's hey, not, not so bad. Tomorrow. 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 So There's I'm going with forty five. Tomorrow. I knew well, it was happy birthday. birthday. Hey. I already said happy birthday earlier today, but I remembered. Yeah. I didn't have to wait for a podcast to tell me. Well, and I actually I got know, I, I wasn't going to say it before his birthday, really. Because you waiting. didn't know it. I was waiting for his birthday to say happy birthday. So, on that note, uh, let's start with Scott. What, what do you plan on doing to take John down here? What, like, what kind of diet or situation you put yourself in? Okay, so with that, I don't, I'm not going to go with a traditional... Uh, I don't know, fad diet, pick one off of the, out of the internet and do that. So I'm just going to uh, wing it um, and, and, and just do, you know, a regular diet with no, not diet per se, like a name, just eat some less, less food than what I eat now, healthier food, and knock off some carbs. A little lifestyle change? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, but the, the key is going to be, is going to be the exercise part. That's because I mean we're pretty active as far as not exercise, but we move. You know, we move around a lot. We're not we're not at home sitting there doing nothing. Well, some of us aren't. Um, you in your occupation, mine and mine, we're usually not home. When he says you, it's Steve. Yeah, but um, the other person's kind of singled out a little bit. <laughs> singled out? Why? Where? What are you Being it working from home and sitting in a chair. Well, I do sit in the chair. Remember the coronavirus, and sure. please don't talk about toilet paper. We already heard it. But yeah, but if he true. wasn't sitting at home in a chair, he'd be sitting in a car, driving to work, stuck in traffic. Then he would walk into his building, take the elevator up, go sit in a chair, and sit so, in front of a computer. So what you're saying is, regardless, he's not very active either way. Not his fault. Right. No, no, no. And I'm not saying that. I'm not making fun. Well, we kind of are. Oh, yeah, we are a little bit. But, 
but the point my point is is that i'm sure i would hope so if i mean i hope you don't but i hope you do because i also want to want to see you uh improve your lifestyle is be a little more active and and exercise active being exercise as opposed to active what we are walking around and all the other stuff all day oh all that other stuff uh, and, and so you're calling me out on my sedentary lifestyle which i get it's not your fault it's your job uh honestly it, it it is different from what you do the two of you steve and scott you have a little bit more active lifestyle uh, although um a little is is a relative term but well steve's I, is a lot i know I, I i think honestly you know given uh, both of you in in what you do you certainly have days you certainly have lifestyles that lead to sedentary very similar to mine and i would agree that uh, mine is more than yours and 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 that may be a factor in our uh, contest that we have but ultimately when you come when it comes down to uh health and uh the the health health style industry you're looking at a multi-billion dollar industry that has thrived on the fact that um Many of the diets and fads and programs and exercise programs and different um, programs in, in general have all really been the same when you when you consider that they are really the same in in, in what they're trying to accomplish. And and Scott, you said the same thing. I mean, it, it comes down to a lifestyle change, which is about eating healthier and exercising more. And, and we all know that that is going to lead to what our goal would be. And so I think we need to figure out which one of the diets or exercise programs is going to help us out the best. And I think everyone's different. And we all need to think about which one of the programs and diets are going to work best for us. And, and ultimately, they are very similar all of them and and that's what i think is is interesting because there are so many different choices you have out there for um diets and programs and which one is the best for you and and that's where i thought to myself well which one works best for me and so i did some research and i figured that the um mediterranean diet is the one that i'm going to choose in order to win this contest because it offers for me uh, the best value in diet, exercise, and overall health. Because again, it's all about overall health. We all know that. We all know it's about uh, eating less, eating better, exercising more, maintaining a balance of work and exercise and um, but the Mediterranean yeah, what diet is, the is Mediterranean, not going to give you. What is the Mediterranean diet? It, it the Mediterranean diet is a uh, simple formula of uh, protein, meats, fish, uh, eggs, and uh, carbohydrates that are limited, of course, in um, vegetables and certain fruits and uh, certain um, recipes that you can follow that would allow you to really uh, enjoy a, a good eating lifestyle and, and not giving up too much in order to uh, live a better life and lose some weight and feel better. Because ultimately, it's not about 
anything more than being healthy, feeling better, and and enjoying your life more than what you are at this point. Because again, like diet, exercise, what does that lead to? It's supposed to lead to you feeling better in general. So if you are involved in a diet that you hate, if you are involved in a diet or exercise program or lifestyle that makes you feel bad, then that really is counterintuitive to what you're actually trying to accomplish when you decide to change how you're going to live. So the point is... Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you something. How do you know this isn't going to do that to you? Have you ever tried the Mediterranean diet? I've only read, and and, and therefore uh, I know that... Uh, it could lead to something that I'm that I don't enjoy, but I, in my mind, I've done the research, and, and now I'm going to proceed with trying this diet and this and this program um, to see how it works for me because I I I really feel like it's it's the best choice I have at this point. So Scott, mm-hmm. what do you have in mind for exercises? Are you going to exercise, or are you just going to eat right? No, no, no. That, it, it's important to exercise. Um, I'm just going to mix in a, cu- a couple of things that I've done throughout my life, um, which is one is, is <laughs> the boxing training, uh, not necessarily for a match anymore. I'm too old for that. Maybe PlayStation? You are? <laughs> no. Hey, that, that, that is a workout. No. <laughs> that is I a workout. I will tell you that. Steve's <laughs> son, they, they got the VR, virtual reality, and they had, what was it called? Mike Tyson or no? No, that's Rocky. Rocky. I believe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's actually no. It's the uh, the Apollo. Creed. Yeah, it's Creed. Creed. Right? Yeah. yeah. Creed so well, Rocky's in it. Though. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I tried it, and it's a workout. Steve and I both uh, after doing it. Uh, John, have you done it? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I tried um, it. Well, it was we, cute though. Yeah, it was, it was cute. It was flicking, we were flicking. very <laughs> very sweaty. I, I I will tell you, I wasn't dressed for it because I wasn't prepared to do that much activity, but I was tired. And it was an exercise. Well, the other thing is, too, is, you know, you, you were training to box and you can't really duck and move and run around like you typically would. You kind of got to stay one. You got to. Yeah, right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. You tried to. And I had to bring you back into the camera and I had to hold you in place because you did run in my TV once <laughs> or twice. But, uh, yeah, I learned pretty quick, too, because I was doing the same thing. I fell over my coffee table and landed on the couch. Thank God. But, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting game. And I, it is a calorie burner. So, yes. I mean, you could throw it in there. Yeah, no, I, I'll stick to the traditional. We have a setup must where be I work. Easier, huh? Yes, where <laughs> I work. Um, and, and I'm going to combine some some Peloton exercises into there. So. Oh, you have a Peloton? Ooh, yes. That could really? be something fun. We could have like a little competition with you guys on the Peloton. Well, sure... I don't have a Peloton, well, so that, I, but that I, might be a problem. I'm Well, no, I do, so you could come over. But I'm pretty sure Scott hasn't used his Peloton in a while. So I'm going to go ahead and say we could have a little, you know, we could talk about it. You know, they have, you go head to head on certain things, you know, you could follow people and, you know, we could pick like a 10 minute workout, five minute workout, 20 minute workout, different type of thing and see who uh, goes further, burns more calories type of thing. You know, just little workouts for stupid stuff. I do like running, but obviously with the weather, that's out of the question right now. So, well, it's with John, it's out of the question anyway. There's yeah. no running. Well, I'll try the Peloton if you want to do that. Yeah, we can have, like, little mini-games. What else are you going to do, John? I mean, is that the only exercise you're going to get? No, I, I plan on doing a few uh, a few other pieces of You're just going to... You know, maybe going on a few walks here or there. Oh, don't start with the hiking thing, please. Maybe do some jump rope. Okay. Well, he can go hike around his area. Yeah. 
Yeah, helped him out for the big hike. What what time frame are we looking at here? Are I'm, we looking at? I'm thinking. Uh, well, I was thinking like a month. Okay. You know, a month from. So uh, one. Full, full so weeks. one full month from now. Yep. You're looking at uh, calling it quits. So, are we talking so about basically exactly the end of February. one month? So end of February. Or yeah, it, I mean, we're almost at the end of January at this point. Correct. So. Uh, were you thinking at the end of Feb- February, February twenty eighth, we we get back on the scale and, and we and we do the uh, we'll the give, it the, give it the whole month. What's that? Uh, February. Well, February twenty eighth. That's a full month. February. No, no, 28th. no. I mean, just to finish out February, what we got? A couple more days. What, what, what is it? Right, well, thirty, day, 30 well, days. Or but what I'm saying is, is what, what are we? January twenty seventh. There are right thirty. Now? There are thirty one days in February, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually twenty eight days. So I think. Starting tomorrow, okay. it's a full month. Get after it. All right. Unless we want to go to February month. 31st, I mean, that's cool. Or even 30th, I'm cool with it. Let's go to February 32nd. <laughs> All right, now we're getting off track here. So one full month, end of February, we do another weigh-in with the Renfro scale. Yep, February 28th, last and, day. And I, thought, I thought it was Renfro. Yeah. No, well, Renfro. You know, like like the last podcast said, right? I wasn't the only one that messed that up. No, no. Scott called me out on, and then he ended up doing it, which is fun. I thought it was Renfro the whole time. Oh, well, you download, you stepped on the scale, you looked at it, you look at the app. Well, it's probably because you heard me say it. So. I know, I did. You can blame it on me. All right, Renfo, Renfo. Keep saying that, Renfo. Renfo. So we got the, the end. We got the ending. Uh, ending date, and we got what we're going to work on. So we'll try to give updates. And you know what, John, with that Mediterranean diet, maybe maybe we uh, we have a couple podcasts or whatever where we we do one of the recipes and and enjoy enjoy. We got guitar going over here. Yeah, yeah. And see what we do. We we can take the the the, the um I thought the podcast on the on the road. I thought Steve was going to just jump right into an acoustic set here. Yeah. I hit the spring on the, the shock arm of the mic. My bad. Read you for my drink. I agree. No, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, we we're in a place now. We I think four weeks or a month should should work for us to get back in, do a weigh in, and then figure out where we are. But you know, if uh, we end up in a place where I'm losing, then maybe we'll go longer. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna do weekly updates? Is that what we're planning? Uh, yeah, I think yes. we can do. I, I think we should do weekly updates. You know, know. at least uh, we might not have to step on a scale, but you know how your diets and training is going. We could talk about how you guys are feeling once a week. You know, well, maybe even step on a scale and see how the progress is going. Maybe you have to up the ante. You know, maybe you gotta work a little harder. Maybe you can coast right in. Who knows? But we can decide as we go. But, there, but John, definitely uh, weekly updates. Yeah, I, I I would just suggest not to look at the um, the scale every day, John. Because disappointment I, I will don't, set yeah, in. I and don't have a scale at my house right now, so that that won't be a problem. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't. I don't want you to be discouraged. You have to give me a full month. I don't want. I don't want to make it easy. Don't make it easy on me, John. Please. No, you're right. It shouldn't be a full month before we get back into it. I think we need to talk about it every week and figure out where we are and then talk about how we're doing, really, because I think that day in and day out, whenever you're on a diet or an exercise program, you don't really feel the difference from the day before. But a week into it, yeah, that's when you feel the difference. 
a couple weeks in, yeah, I really feel the difference. So being able to get back into where we are now and talking about it, I think that would make a lot of sense. It's true. I mean, diets, you know, you guys know me. I've tried out several different ones, and right now I'm on the elimination one. And uh, I was home today all day. And I'll tell you what, I'm the only one that's on this diet in my house, but I've seen all the food that's around the house and the food that my kids eat. And trust me, you know, you sit there, you watch after shoveling, you sit down, you look at the TV, you watch the TV, and, you know, in your head you get a little bored. You know, oh, I love popcorn. I was looking at Scott's popcorn maker that's still in my house. The hot air popcorn. I, Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's good. And then you see the lunch meat, and, you know, you're not really supposed to have processed stuff, and I really wanted to make myself a sandwich, you know, put it in the- Oh, it's so easy, too, right? Yeah. Lunch meat's right there. It's, it's like, so grab it, eat it, the, boom, you're done. The popcorn maker, I actually brought it over there, because that was going to be... I brought it over over for our Cole's first birthday no, no, gift. No, oh, Christmas no, no. gift. No. no, no, no. That was our first <laughs> podcast. We were gonna do it that night, and not realizing like you can't sit there eat, eating popcorn <laughs> in, the mic- in front of the microphone. <laughs> oh, that's probably a good idea. Oh, yeah. I remember that night. We ate a lot of popcorn. Oh, we night. did. You're right. We did. You're right. Yeah, that, oh, that, that wasn't on on <laughs> on uh, on the podcast. We that's had, really good stuff. I though. think we had to do a second take on that podcast because. <laughs> We didn't know how to use. Damn it! It was me again. Yeah. We didn't know how to use the recorder, uh-huh. but it, I mean, it's very simple. It's just, should we get another producer? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, hey, I'm all about it. Just pull out the money, get the wallet out, John. Let's get some uh, some some viewers first. I'll I'll take my wallet out right now, and in you know you're gonna see some moths. That reminds me. Oh, I, I mean, I don't have it on me, but oh, I got I I do, and I and we talked about it, or I was about to do it the last time, but we forgot. But I, I, well, I was going to give you the 100 bucks to start down payment for this. Oh, down payment for the whole thing? Uh, I don't well, because we, we, we don't know the full price yet, I mean, right? I, yeah, I, well, no. it's we're, we're waiting for the the itemized bill. <laughs> itemize, right? Pull out the receipts, itemize it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all on Amazon. Send us, send us a spreadsheet. Come on. Do the right thing. You know that's not going to happen. Yeah. I can't even figure out how to use a recorder. Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, Come Excel. On. Excel this. I don't even know how to use... This recorder, never mind. Set you, up a saved, spreadsheet. you saved money because you didn't get the um, operating manual with it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's all online, yeah, right? It's online, but yeah. yeah, Zach texted me, my oldest son. So yeah, I have it. That's why I figured out how to fix this issue we're having. Hopefully, I mean, this whole recording could be for naught, you know, because I might have effed it up again. Yeah, we might lose it, and uh, that's okay because we'll just redo it. No I'm problem. Almost, I'm almost counting on it, but. Either way. So, you guys want to add anything else into this or what? I'm ready. I'm ready for the contest. I'm ready to do a, a, a change here. I think that 2021 is all about change, considering what we've been through. And it, it's about time. We do something fun and uh, and make it interesting. So, yeah, I think uh, it's a perfect time for us to get into the contest. So, real quick, how would you guys like uh, the McGregor fight? Uh, me personally, I liked it. So I, I, I can't, I can't really, I don't, I, I don't want to say I can't Choose stand your him. words. Yeah, I don't want to say I can't stand him. Uh, I just, I just hate how he is, and I know how he acts because he's probably not, he's probably a good guy, but I, I just don't like that kind of over, Show, over showmanship. Yes, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and, and and it just shows my feelings before the fight was. He's just he tasted the money. 
He's all about that lifestyle now. And and and, and that's it. And that's that's exactly what happened. I, I believe. This should be interesting, John. I I would actually have to agree because McGregor to me uh was cocky getting into the fight and he was unprepared and 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 frankly he was not the same guy we've seen before and and why because he was um complacent and when you get complacent as that kind of an athlete when you're talking about the sport that has been one of the most prolific sports in the last decade to come up that says you cannot show up doughy and and and, and expecting Ooh, like to win he said doughy you cannot do that and expect to win the, to to win the uh the fight and he did and he and he showed up cocky overconfident a guy who was not ready to fight and he got his ass kicked and i and i enjoyed it just as much as you did and so it, when it comes to this this sport, when it comes to most sports, when it comes to professional sports in today's world, you're talking about the elite who need to be prepared. And this is a guy who showed up unprepared and too full of himself to realize it. And at the end of the day, though, as a result of the way it works, he is going to walk away with his millions of dollars and he might not even get it at the end of the day. And that is probably the most saddest thing of the entire fight. But I agree with you that I enjoyed it just as much as we all did who were really rooting against McGregor because it's time for him to go. That's interesting. Maybe that's the level he was fighting at was his level. And it, what was it, Poirier? Is that how you say his last name? Mm-hmm. Poirier. Maybe he was just, the last fight, he was just not ready. And he was up to McGregor's level, and now this time he trained a little harder. Well, it was it was what what was that four years ago, three years ago? So it was quite a few years ago. Yeah, about I think time. it was four years ago, right? Yeah, yeah I guess so. So maybe. That's and and, and what's happened since then? That's where I say it goes into McGregor wanted to go do another travesty, and I can't believe Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. That's a whole different topic. Allowed him to to make a joke and a mockery of boxing, the sport boxing, um, and, and for what money? It was all money, and look where he look look where he is. It's all about money. But I, I will say this, John. I, I disagree with you a little bit on the. I didn't feel like he came in as cocky to this fight. He is no, I agree. generally. He was a lot more humble and gracious. It wasn't to to use. He wasn't an asshole like he normally is. You know when he has somebody out and he starts talking about their family and 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 all this other stuff. Um, but but. It's it's how he has been for the last whatever five years or whatever whatever heck it was. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that in that uh, I I may have had a preconceived notion of him mm-hmm. based on his other fights, and and me and his, and he may have actually come into this fight not as cocky as he was um, in other fights, but ultimately he knew he wasn't going to win because he wasn't prepared. And I think that that may have played a factor into why he did so poorly. Because second round, getting knocked out the way he did, he looked horrible. I mean, when you consider the fact that how many people paid good money to see that fight, that was a travesty in itself. And I think that he really needs to take a step back and figure out what he wants to do with the rest of his career. 
John, did you see the fight? Absolutely. 100%. I, I feel like that's a, a no-show. I feel like you were there, but I feel like you didn't see it. He may have been passed out. A hundred percent saw it. He, he may have been sleeping. Listen, listen, listen. It may have looked like because the fight was at one a.m. and I, you know, I'm a little older now and can't stay up necessarily what that late. Yeah, what's your metabolic age? That late, you know, I'm a little older than my metabolic age actually represents. Well, well, now actually, yeah. I'm a, wait, wait, my what? metabolic age is older than what I am, and <laughs> and that's how I sort of am, I, I guess, at this point. But uh, <laughs> I I was watching the fight you with one with me. one with one eye open. It must have been I watched the, other the eye. I watched the entire <laughs> fight. I saw exactly what happened in that fight, and McGregor got his ass kicked. We all know that. Yes, he did. He did. John, I I, I like your passion, and I know um, I, you you want anything else on this on the UFC? No, you, I want to throw you, it to something. You guys else. can go. I yeah. want to throw it. To, There's no time limit to the Hall of Fame and your thoughts because I know. You're you're right in your wheelhouse. Oh oh yeah yeah the um, the uh, writers association of Major League Baseball uh, really did a disservice, I think. Well, what happened? To in case to, those people, to, uh, some people don't know. No, to to many of the uh, candidates for the Hall of Fame because uh, no one for this year was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Has that ever happened? That yeah, that does happen from time to time, and the last time it did happen was in uh, 2013. Okay, and uh, and and uh, essentially, it really boils down to uh, the steroid era and the fact that uh, Kurt Schilling has a reputation uh, for for what he says, what he does, uh, who he is, and what he represents. And I think that that has come out here. And when you consider that to be part of how this went down, it, it really doesn't make sense to me because Kurt Schilling has the numbers to be in the Hall of Fame, and I do not like the guy. In fact, I despise the guy. I despise Kurt Schilling, what he stands for in his politics, frankly, but he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and the writers uh, should have inducted him and should have voted him in. Now, he was close. At seventy-one percent, he you know he needed a seventy-five percent to get into the Hall of Fame, uh, but ultimately he didn't make it. And 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 of course, in the Kurt Schilling form of of how he is and how he acts, he does not want to be included in next year's uh, voting because uh, you know he's pouting, right? Kurt Schilling, of course, is pouting. Because that's who he is, and that's that that's that's why he isn't in the Hall of Fame right now. Because, you know, how ironic, really, when you think about it, he isn't in the Hall of Fame now because of how he is, and 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 how he is is about the fact that he doesn't even want to be considered next year in the voting. So um, that makes sense, I guess, if you're thinking about it in those terms. But ultimately, he should be in the Hall of Fame based on his numbers. He's done. What it needs to, what it takes to be in the Hall of Fame, point blank. What about? And, oh, and, and, you know, and and the uh, the other candidates who who came close uh, were some of those who were uh, associated with the the steroid era. You know, Barry Bonds again. You know, someone who could easily be in the Hall of Fame given his numbers, and uh, frankly, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? Because he 
is connected to steroids, and everyone knows that. Now, again, is it the purest uh, of those who are getting him elected that are deciding that he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? It's a tough, tough argument when you consider that at the time that these candidates were doing what they needed to do, you had the entire league involved in steroids. So the argument really becomes difficult to understand when you consider the relative nature of what was going on at the time. And what was going on was plenty of steroid use. And what was going on was these guys were really good during steroid use. So why not give them their due and elect them to the Hall of Fame? I think that is a travesty in the making and that many, many of the steroid era real good baseball players should be in the Hall of Fame at this point. I There's one problem with that. If I'm not mistaken, next year, David Ortiz and A-Rod are going to be in. Well, they're going to be uh, up, 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 for it, yeah. up for it. And at the same time, it's going to be the last year for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. So, who do you put in first? They're saying David Ortiz and A-Rod are going to be first ballot. Because they're well liked and they're they're out there on on, on, on which they are. Because they didn't take all the heat. Actually, it, it, these other two, Clemens yeah. and Barnes, took the heat. So these guys are gonna be first ballot, and now potentially, don't get me wrong, Barnes and Clemens have the opportunity to still get in, vote in, you know, through the committee. But at the same time, they're the ones that did, did their time. They took the heat of everything, and now you you might see Ortiz and Arod get in before them. Well, we just went through a very uh, political climate and uh, as, as volatile as it gets in American history, almost, over the last couple of years, over the last four years, as we all know. And I think that politics is playing a major part in what you're talking about right now, which is, do we elect the steroid use error players, even though they are worthy, because they were known to have... Uh, then taking steroids as as they were playing and and again Bonds and Clemens are on the top of the list and I I, I agree that Clemens Clemens wasn't proven. Well, we I think we all know. And if again, we had like, to bet, it'd be one thing, but he wasn't proven. But, but even even as you mentioned Jeter and uh, Ortiz, right? Uh, you you had mentioned no, A-Rod. A-Rod, no, not but Jeter. You were talking about Jeter and and and, and uh, Ortiz, right? As as those who would A Rod. I, I, maybe I said Jeter, but. I'm pretty sure I said A-Rod. Yeah. Oh, A-Rod and, and Ortiz. Ortiz. Okay. So, again, uh, we're going to get into those uh, discussions upcoming next year. And I, w- what I think is actually going on here is uh, much more political than is substantive, which is that uh, because of what we know of as a steroid use, you're going to see that all of these players will make it eventually whether it's through the Writers Association or through the Veterans Committee, they'll make it. And they'll they'll make it because they deserve it. Uh, but they're going to have to wait, and they're going to have to sweat it out. And, and like so much in politics, it's about wheeling and dealing and waiting and sweating it out. That's but, but what it's about. But, the, but to Steve's point, uh, first of all, a little house cleaning. Did you want to, 1960 was the last time? Yes, nobody got voted in. 
1960. Doesn't happen from time to time. 2013. Um, but to Steve's point, I, I feel and when A Rod and and Ortiz, they may actually get in before those. So I I don't have a problem with making them wait, but you got to make them wait everybody that's, at the same time or that's same what length. First ballot means yeah. I'm a little upset by that. Well, uh, you know, so let's let's go back a little bit because, um, it, it, and it may have been fake news, but I heard it was 2013 since the last time that somebody had not gotten voted in by the Writers Association. And again, that that doesn't mean that the Veterans Committee couldn't have voted someone in. I, I think you're, there's a distinction there. And the reason that the Veterans Committee had not voted anyone in, in, in this year was because of, of the pandemic. So that may have uh, been the distinction that, that, that you're referring to. Uh, but again, I I think that there are way too many politics involved in this process. I think that uh, as usual, whenever you have voting, and and you have an agenda, and you have uh, the uh, differences of opinion, essentially, you have subjective viewpoints that come into play, and whether or not steroids should be involved or not has been a long-standing issue for. The uh, Hall of Fame when it comes to to uh, Major League Baseball, and I think that they are now dealing with that, and and they're dealing with it in a big way. And I think that eventually, when it comes to next year, and I think you know, again, Kurt Shirley probably should just wait another year because he was at seventy one percent this year, and he should be at well, he would if he was at seventy five percent, he would have gotten in. So. 75% is not that big of a stretch for next year. And if but he, he waits might one fall more down, year. But he, might, he might go down because some of the votes will go to new people. Sure, sure. I mean, but that's right. not so always true either. No, you can vote well, for multiple. Yes, you, you can, can vote, vote for multiple. But, you, but the problem is, the problem is, is uh, from my understanding, on this last election, Kurt Schiller made a stupid political comment and a lot of writers wanted to take their vote back from him. So that... And one thing I don't like anyway, because I don't think politics should matter in your baseball career going into the Hall of Fame. But on that note, those writers are not going to vote for him next year, even if you want to be on the ballot. The second thing is, is Clemens and Bonds were in a 60 percentile. And if that's the case, chances are they're not going to get in next year either. Now it's going to have to go to the committee. And now the committee's old school. Yeah. Right. So the chances are A-Rod and Ortiz are going to get in before these two guys are. And unfortunately, they took the hit. Clemens I'm really upset about because he wasn't even proven guilty on it. You know what I mean? He went through hell and high water. You know, it, it is what it is. But still, he's... I, actually, I think he was lower on the list of bonds by a few percentage points. So that kind of gets me so frustrated. And that's political on its own, you know? Yeah, I think we're talking about players that, absent the steroid era and the cloud that that brought, you're talking about players that would have easily, unequivocally, first ballot, been in the Hall of Fame. Maybe set a record. And I think that that's what everyone is having a problem wrapping their head around because ultimately, these guys should be in the Hall of Fame, and because of the cloud. They are not. And, and the cloud means the perception. The cloud means politics. The cloud means what we all live under when it comes to daily life. 
because that's how we are in the United States at this point. That's interesting. Did uh, now I'm thinking about it. Did Pudge Rodriguez make it into the Hall of Fame? I'm trying to remember if he did. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm trying to look him up right now. But I, I, I mean, he was suspected on steroids, wasn't he? I don't think he did. Uh, I don't know. He, dude, he was built like a tank. No, John's saying he isn't. He doesn't think he. You was don't think elected. he made the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll take a look. Piazza, I'll, I'll look Piazza got in in 2016, but he he had no steroids stuff. I just know that because I just looked it up. Oh, that's interesting. Not today. Another catcher. Yeah, yeah. And okay. that's why I brought it up. Um, right. did, did Ortiz retire before Jeter? Yes. Um, oh. No. No, no, I don't no. think so. so no, G- no, no. I think, you know, I, if you remember correctly. Two Yankee players. Yeah. Both uh, played shortstop. One went to third. No, no, no. Well, when is Jeter coming up? Why is Ortiz oh, already yeah, I think coming he might, up? And oh, Jeter hasn't? Is isn't? Jeter already in? I don't even know. I have to look that one up, too. Jeter no, Jeter, Jeter, well, I, I think it comes up at uh, certain intervals that um, Jeter did retire before Ortiz because Ortiz... Oh, yeah, he gave him the gift. Yeah. Right, well, so so he should come up for the... So how is he not coming up next year? I think it was one year later because yeah, I, I think, think it was... It, was, it oh, literally oh. was the Jeter show and the Ortiz show back-to-back, I, I, if I remember correctly, because... Um, we talked about that as let's hope that Ortiz doesn't do the same thing that Jeter did, which was every single stadium. Oh my God! Let's let's give him the gift. Let's give him the car. Let's give him the 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 uh, key to the city, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And this was like going on for forever, and it seemed like it was you know part of a a bigger problem, which was of course that. It was distracting to some degree. I mean, these guys are trying to win baseball games, and yet, you know, you were doing all this kissy face stuff with 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 you know with those who were, who were retiring, and I, you know, all the power to these guys who were unbelievable. You retired uh, in two thousand fourteen. You know, in their own era, and don't get me wrong, they were great, and they deserved all the due they got. But at the same time, every single stadium, it was like we're, we have to give. Uh, props to these guys who are retiring, and 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 frankly, it, it took away from the season. And I remember that specifically. And I was thinking, oh my god, we we have to li- we have to watch the G- the the Ortiz show just as much as we watched the Jeter show. Yeah, so so that's how I was just looking up Steve as well. So D- Derek Jeter's induction postponed until 2021. So he was of coronavirus. in. Yeah, he was in during Corona. Okay, so he actually got inducted already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, he wasn't, right, his uh, no. whole thing's going to be... Right, he was already elected into the speech, Hall of Fame, yeah. right. But and he, he was one vote shy of getting 100%. Right, and I think that makes sense. I mean, Jeter was never suspected. And is that is that, that not crazy? Like, just to, to kind of go off on the side here, there's some idiots that I think, I think they actually, the one vote that he didn't get, they left him off the ballot. Like, that guy should really, like, What's your reasoning behind that? How and that's where I think it comes down to. You you only get so many votes. He probably thought Jeter's a, a shoe in anyway, so might as well put my vote over here. But on the flip side of that, he should get everyone's vote. Well, no, because I, you know I think that when it comes to voting in general, we're we're talking about democracy. We're talking about the principles of democracy. We're talking about 
why we dealt with what we dealt with in, in certain elections. And when you elect, when you have to vote, there are reasons, there are principles, there are things you look for in why you vote the way you do and who you vote for. And, and I think that, uh, you know, to get 100% would be uh, an unbelievable accomplishment, but at the same time, maybe it's not realistic. And whoever it was that didn't vote for Jeter uh, was, was trying to make some type of statement. And, 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 and again, I think that goes to the, the politics of it. You know, and, and, and in, in voting, there are, there are plenty of politics. And I, and I think that that has proven itself uh, not only in, in this situation uh, with Jeter, as you're mentioning, but in the situation we're dealing with this year as nobody was voted into the Hall of Fame at this point. Yeah. yeah so it looks like Pudge Rodriguez was uh, 2017. So he was voted in. Yeah, 76% yeah. of the votes. Just over the seventy-five percent needed. Yeah, you did it though, which was quite surprising. Well, the, the Red Sox, one of the Red Sox guys, didn't they just wait till the last time? Was it was that Jim Rice? Maybe. Yeah, it was Jim Rice. Yeah, like he wasn't getting in, wasn't getting in. Uh, he last... was so close. Yeah, it, that was yeah. that's a travesty all in itself. Well, it seems like a pattern of behavior here uh, in this situation where it is this: let's wait, let's wait. And at the very last moment in your last year of eligibility, let's think about that and, and decide how to handle that. Because, you know, I think it's it's tough unless you are a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. And, and let's just talk about it as Jeter. Well, well you know, hold then, on. Then, yeah, okay. No, I, I feel like it's got a lot to do with personality, too. Because you're dealing with the writers, and these are the guys that are going to vote you in. And let's face it, Jim Rice is a lot different than Derek Jeter. Yes. When it comes to personality wise, absolutely. But and that, that and, and when I say person, be that way. When, when you really say shouldn't. personality, aren't, aren't you talking about politics? I mean, isn't that what the word politics really comes down to? It's personalities. It's emotion. It's 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 what we deal with on a regular basis. Whether it's actual politics of again, that's what I'm upset about of, of of our government or or just politics of your own family, politics in your family, politics in your workplace, politics. In, in your smaller um, subset of, of how you work in, in, in your daily life as it is. You don't even have to look at it as a grand scale of politics as a national scale, just as a smaller scale of, of, of your own life. I mean, politics plays an important role and, and is, um, is, is what you deal with. And, and I think that dealing with politics, regardless of whether it's in your family or in your job or in, you know, the the Hall of Fame, you're going to deal with politics and personalities. They're the, they're almost one and the same. And when you have personalities like Jeter versus Jim Rice versus Kurt Schilling, you're going to have problems with, with exactly how those guys get voted into the Hall of Fame. Kurt Schilling and Jim Rice are two totally different politics. But I agree, politics should not get in the way. And unfortunately, there's a bias between the writers... And somebody like Jim Rice. Jim or, or Kurt Schilling, for oh, that matter. No, Kurt Schilling's a whole different poli- political standpoint. He's got his own real political standpoints. He's, you know, whatever, Republican through and through, and he wants to support whatever on that side, and that's what writers are mad about. No, but I, I am saying it's more similar than it is different. The reality is, is we all know what Kurt Schilling's politics are because he tweets, he's been out there, 
He's had issues. We know him, how he is. He talks about how he feels. But what was people's and, problem with Jim Rice, though? It be, because he didn't talk about how he feels. Well, he didn't want to talk to the media. Exactly. But that's a problem. So that's and really if he politics. did, if he did, he would tell you how he felt. Of and the media didn't is. like it. Of course it is. Communication is politics. This is what I'm talking about, guys. You, you're you're missing the bigger point here. Politics is not just about Democrats and Republicans and who's in the White House. Politics is around how things get done, how you negotiate, how you are, in a personality standpoint, going to get what you need to get done by dealing with people and right. personalities. People and personalities is politics. And if you don't think that politics exists in your family and in your job and in other subsets of your life, then you are kidding yourself. Okay, John, let's Wait. reel this in. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far off track because yeah. I know where he's going to bring this. I just want to make a correction. It's not my birthday tomorrow. Oh, it isn't. No, I, I thought today was. <laughs> it's the twenty seventh today. So. Oh, either way, you would have forgot. <laughs> but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you bring it into that zone, John. All right. So if you want to bring so it, it's not even your birthday tomorrow. So no. oh, you don't. You didn't know his birthday was tomorrow. Well, it, well, it's not tomorrow. So but, that but might I, be re an issue. I remembered it was this month. Yeah. Oh, this month. Yeah, oh, you okay. only had a few days left. What's your point? You would have forgot. That's not true. Did you buy him a cake? I bought him better than that. I hope not, because I no, can't eat it you get him. You get him <laughs> lips he doesn't even like. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> but they have uh, platinum lips? <laughs> as long as I like them. No, you, you, bought you, you bought you those McGillicuddy's or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, the oh, peppermint you, like you love. I love you do those. Like those. Oh, yeah. I do. No. All right, guys, on that note, I think we got everything off our chest. I'm not going to bring this in the whole politics side it's not the time you know i mean if we start this podcast before the presidency i might let you run a little wild but oh and i would have gone wild exactly yeah. so i'm not gonna we're not gonna do that so on that note you guys have anything else you want to add to the diet perspective the health perspective the bet perspective yeah i just want to say that i am very excited about this new contest that we are in because i'm looking forward to getting healthy in 2021 and on the end is a golf trip. You can't get any better than that. We need to look good. That's the best part. It's all about golf. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see the six-pack on the two of you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we're talking about this podcast as Never Stop Getting It. It's it's all about golf. Never Stop Getting Golf. Buy him so much golf, Scott. That's Buy it. him so much so golf many, and so, so much plane, plane tickets. tickets. <laughs> so much plane ticket. All right, guys, on that note, we're going to get out of here. And, hey, thanks for enjoying this episode. We love you all, and never stop getting it. Never stop getting it. See ya. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook, Never Stop Getting It, and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It. And, of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com.